What's going on, everybody? Hello, and welcome to another exciting stream brought to you by Bodyslam.net. I am coming out of retirement after my uh, two-day hiatus. Uh, I am Dom Allen, your co-host with, uh, yeah, it was around there. Uh, I am your co-host with uh, none other than the owner slash jefe of Bodyslam.net himself, Mr. Cassidy Haynes. Hello. What's going on, buddy? And uh, one of the newest acquisitions to the to the tribe, uh, Jaylene Michelle. Oh, Jaylene Michelle. I see. Jaylene. I always mess it up. I can't not mess it up. Fucking I'm always screw gonna mess it up. everything up. Oh. Jay Shell. Jay Shell. Nicole. I'm so yeah. sorry. That's if you okay. go, if you go back and see anything that I'm on, I screw up everyone. Actually, you had the right names. idea. My name is my parents' names put together. My mom's name is Michelle. So I was like, okay, oh, let's okay. Get it. yeah. Okay, cool. He's on it. Yeah. Well, anyway, welcome, and I apologize. Uh, as per tradition, I, I had to screw it up. But um, uh, we're here today to talk about, <laughs> among other things, a lot of releases that just occurred in WWE. Uh, but before we get to that, make sure that you head over to our YouTube if you're watching this on anything else. And uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed to us. And, and head over to the like button. Um, all of our... If you're watching this on video, all of our handles you can see are right next to our names. So head over to our Twitter accounts and and feel free to uh, to follow us there as well. In addition to Body Slam Net, the uh, the main hub for all your news when it comes to anything wrestling or sports related, whether it be AEW, WWE, New Japan, anything on the Indies. Uh, in addition to MMA. MMA, in addition to a lot of great. Uh, podcast content not just from what we produce but uh from a host of other people that have uh, brought themselves into the body slam fold uh Cass is really you you've really propelled yourself to uh to a different status when you're you're like a household name now and i feel like there's a lot of uh a lot of hangers on myself included i'm probably numero uno when it comes to the hangers on uh dude, that are no, you're looking to get the rub better, you're a much better host than i am dude i uh I stumble through my words. I get, I get, I'm a better writer than I am speaker. So I need you. Prepare. Don't worry about it. Don't sell yourself short here. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's stop kissing each other on the cheek and like get into it. Right. Yeah. First of all, Jay Shell, let's talk more about you before we get into, cause I think the fans, the, the, the viewers, they don't really care about who got released. They want to know about you. What's, oh, what's, God. what's up still in your life? We, we, we got to introduce everybody to Jay Shell cause she, she's going to be the star of this, this fucking YouTube channel. Trust me. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. That spot is reserved for Lucy. Lucy is like top one through like 10. All right, and yeah. then we're all That's down fair. there. That works. That works. But hey, he met Tony Khan and OC and everybody. So I mean, I I really can't compare. I've been writing for two weeks now. I think it's like my two week anniversary. Um, and I broke fifty articles. I want to say today. Damn, um, nice. So that's exactly what Cass needs is like a workhorse that he can rely on to just be, keep pounding them that's out. That's my name. I'm the work rate writer. If you follow <laughs> you me go. on Twitter, that's exactly what it yeah. says. Yeah. Oh, really? See, yeah. if I do, if I try to give a shout out, I totally flub it. But it, Dude, on, you'd botch that. If you, had, if you had tried to do that naturally, you would have, or if you hadn't tried to do that naturally, it would have been fucking horrible. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But hey, that's awesome. Anyway. Hi, Haley. I can do it. Oh, yeah. Hi, oh we got comments. I always forget that oh, that's there. Work. Oh, what's up, there Oscar? Loyal yeah, listener, Oscar, Oscar my us. man. All right, so look, we have people listening, and uh, let's jump right into it. Hey, Leo. We, we have, because Oscar Rodriguez says uh, another sad day, and it truly is. 
Um, I understand where WWE is coming from trying to basically just do a clean slate as far as what they show you on TV. That doesn't mean that I agree with it or like it. Um, but the, you know, apologist in me, the, the devil's advocate in me uh, can at least understand why they're generally making these sweeping cuts. But the ones that they made today really shock me more so than um, the other other ones. And we'll get into it. And and I feel like, Jay, I feel like you, you have a lot to say on the matter. Um, so I don't know if it's still 85% shame. We, 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 you set <laughs> the bar. I've been having breakdowns on Twitter since this happened. I literally had a panic attack earlier. Um, I was on the phone with Carissa, the other other correspondent, and and literally I was explaining to her how and so many different ways that I think WWE is racist, and that is one of the catalysts for one of these things is you released Hit Row because they didn't work for you. Why? Because they are a black representation of our culture. Literally, which like, is weird. Were- that's what they wanted, right? They're like, right. hey, we want you to be this rep. And then it's like, what? You lived the gimmick a little too much. And now can you, I tell you something? I think Please. I think they looked at Trick and Mellow and they were like, oh, we're good. Like, this is this is what we want, I guess. I don't know how we got there. I'm still mad about BFAB. I'm never going to forget about BFAB. That was like, that should have been like my telltale sign that all this was going to happen because she was one of the people who initiated and came up with the idea for Hit Row. So for now, all of them to be released is insane, especially especially Swerve. Swerve literally gives me chills every time I see him wrestle. Yeah. I'm, uh, even the, look, even the puppy is Vince upset. About, oh, he went away. This is me with Vince I'm, McMahon I'm right now. I'm snapping his old ass in half. This is – I can't – Yeah, I, I feel like we're going to have a little bit more. And I feel like people are going to have a lot to say about this too And once they start speaking. it's. I feel like there's a lot going on here. It's – you should cannot. we go down? Should we like go one by one and like kind of analyze? Let's just run the list down first. Oh yeah, we didn't even go through the list. Go through the whole list and then we'll hit So recently released, as of what the last hour, John Morrison, Top Dollar, Ashante Adonis, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Tegan Knox, Drake Maverick, Shane Thorne, and Jackson Riker. The last one doesn't surprise me at all, but took a little too long. Right. You know, I was coming home from class and I was on the phone with Cass talking about this. And I said, half of this doesn't surprise me at all, only because if you look at the trends that they've been going on the past couple of wave of cuts, it seems like the people that they're cutting are the people who have already established their characters, people that it would be hard or impossible to wipe the slate clean on and give a brand new character to. Uh, guys like John Morrison. Um, Drake Maverick, you know. Drake Maverick, I I would argue you can wipe him clean as much as you want to, and they've done that with him a couple of times. I just think that they're, um, I just think that they're done with him, and I don't know how else to describe it. It's like they had nothing for him, but you look at people like Hit Row, who they supposedly had stuff for, and we're just about to step into a feud with Jinder Mahal, I guess, that was based in a lot of racism. I I don't know how we move forward from here because I'm thinking about the indie scene, right? So I think I told Cassis, I texted Cassis that their method is going to be to flood the indies and specifically like flood AEW and try to get them to like buy themselves out almost. Um, So now with all of this talent and how they're doing multiple releases per day, 
and like what this is last happened two weeks ago on what the fourth so for them to continue to flood like this only so many talent are going to get booked on these shows and then the talent that are already on the indies are going to have to work that much harder to meet the standard that was um created by the wwe and for those talents to be released and trickle down back into the indies it's, it's going to be very interesting but also disappointing to see i think so happy thanksgiving everybody by the way too right they just got released that sucks fuck oh, right yeah. the holidays you know what i mean like that's some shitty timing man like a week before like the break for that and then this happens who but. who benefits from this uh company wise not individually but which i mean wwe benefits the most business. from this wwe is a business so i mean they're in their eyes they benefit the most from this because they're cutting their bottom dollar you know what i mean they're that's all they are is my, it's it's they're, they're all just cogs on a wheel, so they don't really lose anything by meeting these cuts. You know what I mean? It's just money saving, money saving, and just freeing up more space for people, I guess, that they feel more invested in. I don't know. But do you know what the status is as far as any 30, 60, 90 day no compete clauses with these? Can I they get rid right of something? All of them well, everybody them. had them. All the NXT people are what thirty days, and then everybody on the main roster is ninety. So you got. Drake Maverick was main roster still, so all of them are. Yeah, all of them have to be ninety. Well, Tegan was she main? Yeah, roster? she was. She went up oh, with yeah. Shotzi. That's right. And they split. Not gonna get into Tegan. Not gonna do that. Yeah. I, I think we should go one by one. But I also wanted to say that um, if they do have nineties, their date will be February sixteenth, which is right before Revolution, which happens to be like late February, early March. We could see somebody like Swerve Scott or even, I don't know how Tony would do this if they did all of Hit Row in AEW, which I don't know how well that would work, but yeah. Let's see. Well, here we got this. Let's check this comment. Hi, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Sullivan says, the timing makes no sense. Yet you get no savings this year, and I assume like with most big companies, their forecasts for next year are already done. Are they updating them and want better numbers? Call weren't they like above like their their expected profits or something like that? Yeah, yeah, they made money and they're always going to make money. That's the thing. Yeah. But Jackson, yeah, let's let's go. You want to do this individually? Let's just do this. Individually. Yes. So Dom, Dom. Before we get into that, though, hold on. I, I just have a quick point. I don't think that this yeah. is strictly a numbers thing. No, I think there's, when you there's get, a lot of I stuff think, in there. I well, I think a huge part of it is for sure, but I think a big part of it comes down to. WWE seeing that now that there's competition, they need to be different. And different in their eyes means different characters, not different storylines, different camera work, different, you know, creative, just different faces. And I, that's why I you're seeing that. I, how I, many... I can I can go with that besides Hit Row. Hit Row was the most dynamic group that they had on SmackDown. And for them to release them is like, okay, where is the rest of that? New, not new blood, but like new style of wrestling, new style of entertaining going to come from. Don't get me wrong. When I'm talking about this, I'm talking about pretty much everybody that was released except for all of B, uh, okay. Hit Row, including okay. BFAB, because that doesn't make any sense to me. You look at how much TV time was spent on them. And, and they I, sold out a shirt, too. I, If I remember correctly, they sold out their Hit Row shirt. Mm. So showing that they were popular and they were moving product also. It seems like they gave them the green light to 
be themselves, then they got uncomfortable with the fact that they were being themselves and getting over and ah, there's no other. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to look at that any other way, because like you said, it's not what, what is their creative process? If they go from giving them the ball to taking them off the team entirely within a matter of months. I want to, okay, I'm going to put this very bluntly. I want to know if Hit Row was too black for them because I literally feel like that's what is happening. Like you're saying that the, about the creative process because Hit Row had full reign. So without full, without any strings from WWE, what are you going to say that you don't like about them? The right. fact that they're being black. And it seems like it's not even... I always hear the argument that WWE can be racist because, like, Bianca and Biggie and... Okay, if you look at the people who aren't stars and who the WWE hasn't already put on a pedal stool, look at the rest of their mid-carters. Look at Keith Lee. You trash them because you don't care, but you have enough stars that you can save face and claim diversity. And when you look at the people that you mentioned... Where are the stories about their inability in the ring, their danger, their you know danger to others oh, in the ring? Their, their, but and that's what I mean. Their their attitude, like what attitude? What issues do we what see? Is their out? attitude. It, their attitude is what I'm giving you right now. It's me using my voice. It's color of my skin. That's what their attitude is. And or have I an really, opinion on the shitty creative that's given to them because you don't want to look fucking stupid on TV. And then you have a bad attitude or you're hard to work with because you voice your opinion. And even even that mindset, if it, it like it's so wrong to project that in and of itself. But even beyond that, even completely independent of that, to not even know what you're doing with the product that you put on TV – week to week like if you take not that you should and not that we have like that, that that it's uh necessary to but for just for the sake of argument you take the entire emotion and the entire racism aspect out of this situation it still doesn't make any sense right because you're right. a billion you're a billion dollar corporation and you're plugging these people as the people that are the next stars and the next faces and we're going to spend maybe uh you know 15 to 20 percent of our tv time that we you know invest billions of dollars into right. on these people and then two weeks later hey we have nothing for you it it, it not even two weeks a week later yeah. what is today's the day before friday i bet you they would have been on tv tomorrow i bet mm -hmm. you i would put a hundred dollars that they're on the script for tomorrow and then they were like, oh they oh, were now they're oh, well, writing we're that ripping that shit up again and rewriting it I wonder how much of this is going to be like what happened last time with vaccines, uh, vaccine being an issue or uh, like Jackson Riker being a political nightmare, possibly, and stuff like that. You know, I mean, how much of that factored into some of these, too? No, they did not give a fuck. Once again, racism. They did not give a flying fuck about Jackson Riker. This shit happened how long ago? And when did he get released? And how many yeah. times was he on TV in between then? Maybe he just answered his okay. phone for the first time. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. It's it's pretty... I don't I, understand it. I should preface this by saying that I have been an activist for like the past four years, and I literally have done like 
um, racial injustice work and I've led protests and all that stuff. So that's why I always get so passionate and so aggressive about this stuff. That's why I wanted you Don't here apologize. in the first place. That's part of the reason I wanted you here in the first place because that type of voice needs to be had because I don't, Dom and I can't speak on that. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, you know I mean? You need to be the one that talks on that. Like, no, we can have an opinion on it. We can have an opinion, but, but it you know only I mean? it, it only goes so far it, there you coming go. from white males. And yeah. not, that, not that Jay's opinion matters only because she's a black female, but when you get everyone on the same page agreeing that this makes sense this makes sense so why doesn't this make sense it just it just it's a stronger message because and Leo, it's Leo brought up a good point about the royal rumble and the women's royal rumble there are 20 women on the roster there are 20 okay. women it's 11 30 at night and i'm screaming in my house there are 20 women on the roster and there are 30 spots in the Royal Rumble. Do you know how many legends or NXT call-ups are going to have to be in that Royal Rumble? Mm. There's going to be a lot of one-offs for sure now, yeah. I'm hoping that you at least see a lot of women from NXT getting called up, but I don't who, see that happening. Who can be put in that ring right now? Maybe Electra. Okay, Dakota can go back. That's fine. Raquel will go. Raquel's going to go. Are they going to let Shirai go? Hopefully, maybe. Zoe Stark... It won't be cleared, I don't think. Mm. I would think she would go. You might see uh, Patricia Kelly. Well, you, whatever. Patricia you might see Casey. Casey oh, Casey will go up. And, and Kaden Carter. They were in it last time. Uh, Casey is she? she Casey was likes, at least. Yeah, she's like the does the Kofi spot for the mm -hmm. women's. Yeah. Well, well Naomi, Naomi has been doing it, but yeah, well, I guess it's fuck Naomi because what racism, huh? Okay. Where is Eileen? Apparently, she's coming, and they've been saying that for the past three weeks. Okay. So. We'll maybe see her tomorrow. Yeah. We'll see. All right. So let's let's run them down, Don. Don yeah. Let's pick one. We've kind of bounced all over the place, but there's some people we haven't talked about, and some we have. So let's let's, let's get away from Hit Row for a second, um, yeah. only because I feel like we're definitely going to come back to it. Let's yeah. talk about John Morrison. I have a theory. What is theory? I think he asked for his release after. Mm. Um, his wife got released. I think that he only went to WWE. I mean, no shade to her. She's obviously very talented. I think he only went so he could lay the groundwork for her to come as well. And then when that fell through, he was like, I want to go somewhere else. I want to go be with my wife. And I think that's what happened. I don't know if the WWE granted that or if the WWE was just like a fuck you, but I think that it was the first one. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be too upset about this. You know, yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, I mean, they weren't using him great either. You know, at least he was getting TV time pretty regularly. But, you know, yeah, he can go home and do the family thing now. I mean, now he was when the Miz was there. Yeah, that's a good point. He spent all of his time there with the Miz. And I took the note down that his last match was on main event against Veer on November 15th. So it was very recent. And I don't know if he won or lost, but he was on main event. As of three days John ago. John Watson is so good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, and what again, think, uh, Jay, this is this is going to be a common thing with me. I say things that I don't necessarily agree with because I'm just trained to be the devil's advocate, trained to find the the other argument. So I'm I'm the most annoying person you're ever going to meet oh, in your did life. Did she know that you're uh, in school to be a lawyer? Is that did you explain that? Did you preface that to explain that that's your? Reason we don't got to announce that on every single episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> but so that, that's that's why you're naturally healed. I'm here. a I like it. teacher, so I mean, I think that's fair. Are you really? You're I'm a teacher's assistant. Yeah, I'm a teacher's assistant. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Let's get off of wrestling for two seconds, okay. and let me ask you: What's your favorite subject to teach? Um, I like to teach history. Um, I was I like hoping to- you were going to say history. I tie all of my history lessons into current events. We just did a lesson on the Salem trials and how it ties into misogyny. I always wanted to go to Salem. That's that's one because I'm a I'm a sucker for Halloween and I'm a big sucker for history, and not that like oh Salem Halloween. I, you know, there's a lot more to it than Halloween's yeah. you know scary stories whatever. But um, I always wanted to go to Salem, and I heard from a few people that have gone to Salem that it's just a very eerie. It's hard to just just the the, the heaviness of yeah. everything that occurred there. Um, it feels very heavy just throughout that entire time period. But yeah, thanks, Cass, for <laughs> plugging us while I get off of that. Anyway, um, Cass, what's your favorite? What's your favorite part of uh, uh, history? History class. What, what was your favorite time period to study in history? No, class? no time periods are good. This is not a good question, Cassidy. This, this is, is not your question. question. <laughs> Let's just talk wrestling. People don't want to hear about what I liked and didn't like in school 25 years ago, bro. I was gonna, I thought you were gonna preface it back to the Montreal screw job. No, but while we're going, if you don't, if you haven't already, as you there see you the ticker at the bottom, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like this video, give us a thumbs up. That way people can see it. It helps the algorithm, all that good stuff. Uh, but right. what, what back we, what to wrestling. Let's talk to John wrestling. Morrison. We were talking about John Morrison. I think he was re-signed for a very specific purpose, which was to get back in into that, that tag team to be the, uh, the foil for the Miz for a defined period of time. He uh, outkicked his coverage with it got over they kept him around for for longer than maybe they expected to um because he was doing so well with it and you know then they just ran out of stuff for him again that's my layperson's opinion that yeah i mean i think that's also also a very valid idea because he was with the miz the whole time and it didn't seem like after the babyface turn they really had any plans for him moving forward like they had the match schedule then they cancel the match because the Miz went to Dancing with the Stars and since the Miz has been dancing on Dancing with the Stars they have nothing for him to do in that feud and they want to introduce him to somebody else because they have no ideas so hmm. yeah Tegan Knox shocked me a little bit what's why you know she's a, she's homegrown right they brought her she's, in she's injury prone I guess yeah. I mean, injury-prone and misogyny because, like, Dolph Ziggler, but injury-prone and misogyny. What do you mean Dolph Ziggler? So, Did they, like, date? I'm, no. I mean, there was the rumor before that Dolph Ziggler was injury-prone also. Oh, okay. He had the concussion right when he got the world title or whatever whatever had happened. Mm. Um, so I'm just – that's always the lens that I have is, okay, we know that there are inherent systems of injustice within this company. So using our history – we can compare it to the now. Oh, did you freeze on us? Oh, there you go. Did I freeze on my back? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. Uh, what about Drake Maverick? I feel for that guy so much. But he had a really great video, and John Cena shared it. I don't know if you guys saw the video or not. Did you guys get a chance to watch the video? The one Was it like a recent one today? Or? Yeah. 
Yeah, posted, the one right afterwards where yeah, it was all yeah. cut and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, he was I, ready. Like I said, he yeah. was ready for that, dude. Like he must have had this ready saying. to go. He was expecting it. Yeah. Because that's a very well uh, edited okay. and put together video that was shot with multiple cameras. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was there was backdrops and lighting uh, effects. Really? Going. Like he, yeah. It looked dude, like it was scripted and everything. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was like. What was it like a thank this, you video or like an no, video? More, really. Yeah, kind of like a fuck you, but like really? it was like to build yourself back up. Fuck you. Yeah, because it kind of highlighted when he, like, the first time that he got released, and then he got brought back, and then it, like, went, as like, a flashback scene kind of thing where he was, like, a dream sequence, and then went back to present day, and he was, like, not again, not, this not going to happen this time kind of thing. Like, he's not going to be fooled for by it again. It was totally, like, yeah, he had plenty of time to map that out, do it. So he knew what was coming, as soon as it seems like. <laughs> like, like, like your boy says, uh, here, Dom, uh, it was uh, definitely not a thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And um, Swerve like just tweeted the the demon time emoji. That was his. It was just the the purple devil. Yeah, there was some good. And people had some good comments too. Like Shane Thorne was like, "Who gave him my phone number?" I thought that was funny. Mm. Yeah, because that's the thing. Just like Jack, that made a comment about Jack. Just don't answer your phone. They can't fire you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's like such Kramer logic. No, that's literally like, no, numerous I know. I know. things about numerous superstars in the hit of the course of this company, like just not answer their phone when cuts are coming, and then they can't cut them if they don't answer their phone. <laughs> that's not how that works. You can answer your phone on a Thursday, dude. That's apparently how it works there. You can just not answer your phone, and you might make it. You might make it another wave. Has that ever actually happened? You can send people notice by mail. Like yeah. you can, you can, <laughs> there's other ways to fire people than over the you phone. Can, like, you know, oh, his line's busy. Yeah. I guess we got to pay him, keep him on the payroll for another month. Like that's not, come on. I don't know, man. Although we're talking about a company that just fired four of their top baby faces. So. Yeah. And just depleted their women's roster even more going into a pay-per-view that it's built around uh, having a set number of women wrestlers be able to compete in a match and now you don't have that so yeah it's you know logic and they have that apparently right you know I'm thinking how many wrestlers like how many female wrestlers do they have that aren't in the world like i know there's like 20 like i said but like who are those other 10 they're not notable they're not pushing them they're not doing anything even with all of the 10 people in the match they weren't doing anything with tony storm for like up until this week they just brought Aliyah on and then they took her off Natty hasn't been on TV. I just don't. I don't comprehend a lot of this. It might be too soon to count out what they're doing with Aaliyah. You know, they they took her out, but they could be building her up. They could maybe, be, you yeah. Know. So who knows? Uh, when it I comes mean, to maybe her. hopefully. I don't know if that's the right response for maybe. Hopefully, um, Aaliyah has not been necessarily a good person. So let me preface by saying that. Oh really? I, Look, when it comes when it comes to behind the scenes stuff, like Cass will tell you, I am very clueless. Yeah, a lot of times Dom starts talking, I'm like, dude, what you don't even you're you're totally you're totally he has said I need a to lot send him a message. I need to send I a message off camera. He the N-word like a couple times, like back in like twenty thirteen or something like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. And she threw up on herself after the I think that's what happened. I really think she threw up on herself and the WWE was like No. So I I I don't think he does the germs, so he was like, "Get the fuck out of Survivor Series." They should, uh, they should sign Donovan McNabb as our manager, and that should be her gimmick. She just comes to the ring and throws up on her opponent. 
You know, see, that's the thing. Vince loves puke, so I don't. I mean, that's what I make, mean. It would get he over. Tried make, he tried to make Drawsdon have that whole gimmick, like that was his thing. So I don't understand why that. If she puked on herself, why would be like, oh, I love it. Can you do it more often? That needs to be your thing. <laughs> I'm telling you what, AEW needs to sign you. WWE needs to sign me. I want to be on their legal team so bad. You. But, so, because well, Don's look, a lawyer. Don't get me wrong. But they might fire you. He's a they, lawyer. No, they don't. They trust me. I feel like the strongest part of WWE is their legal team. Their legal team is probably like a million man army. <laughs> their legal it's team. Just, it's just Jerry McDevitt. It's just Jerry McDevitt. Whoever works for him. What are you talking about? I I said this before. I, if I could have dinner with one person from the wrestling business, it would be Jerry McDevitt. He's not going to talk to you about I, anything I, cool though. I literally thought you were going to say Vince McMahon. I was like. Dom, I don't know you, but I might have to slap you through the no, phone. No, no, no. no, no, no he no. wants to talk to McDevitt. He wants to talk to the, Vince's lawyer so he can, like, figure and out Cash, you, you and I have very uh, different ideas of what a uh, cool conversation would be. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a yeah. nerd down to my core. So. I know. I just don't know how much he'd actually be able to give you to talk to you about. He'd probably just be like, oh, I can't talk to you about that, kid. And then you're just like, well, that was good I mean, shot. anything that's an open case, sure. But things that are closed and just general knowledge of life okay. and I'm not, i don't yeah. have to explain my dream to you <laughs> what a weird dream too by the way hey dom check it out ryan hey what's up ryan you from philly dom's from philly so i am you just philly. made a fan you just made a fan for life if so yeah i know right i'm looking through the comments now like oh where's my boy at <laughs> anyway are you from britsburg Britsburg. No, I am unfortunately not from Britsburg, but I realized that Panama City, Florida is way closer to Philadelphia than I thought because it's actually in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I never knew this. Uh -huh. I had no idea. <laughs> South Jersey. Ryan is right. bro, 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 don't you remember Ryan was at Ring of Honor with us? Oh, oh my God, Ryan. I'm sorry, buddy. He's he's pretending like he knows now. He's no, pretending. from yeah, from um, uh, the Mark Order podcast. There you go. Which you guys can all go to subscribe to over on uh, as it, I think it's Mark Order Pod. Is their uh, is their handle? They're live Wednesdays at ten fifteen. Boom. Ccast, I can promote. I just can't promote our stuff. You can't promote <laughs> for shit, but look at you pulling stuff out of your ass for other people. I'm great it. for friends and family. <laughs> Also, Ryan, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite part is that Dom's – this is great. I love that. <laughs> anyway. Jay, where are you from? I'm from Rhode Island. Oh, really? Yeah. My – for long. We're moving soon. We're moving oh, right. okay. Yeah, I'm do, going to Do you Atlanta. like it there? No. No? You said you're moving to Atlanta. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. You have, um, do you have family down there? My sister lives there, and my college is there also. So. Oh, Awesome. That yeah. always makes it so much better when you're moving somewhere where you know people that are already there that you're comfortable with instead of just yeah. going to a whole new town, you know? A thousand miles away specifically. Yeah. I told Cassidy I'm likely going to cry because I've I've been there twice. Uh, but I've, like, lived here for 17 years, so I'm scared. Right. I told her Atlanta's two and a half, three hours with traffic from me. I was like, I'll be there all the time. We'll, be, we'll, we'll watch lots of indie wrestling. It'll be great. Right. Yeah, I, go I was myself. I go down there and watch these shits by myself. So now I don't have to do that all the time. <laughs> I was driving home and I was on the phone with Cass and I was like, Yeah, man, I had a long day. I was in the I was in the car for like three, three and a half hours. And then I realized who I'm talking to. I'm like, dude, that for him, that's like he does that in his sleep. 
the That's first like, time I, I did a, the first time I did a podcast with Cassidy, he told me he drove like three or four hours, and I sat there like this. Because we drive 15 minutes in Rhode Island, and that's too far. 15 minutes is too far. I don't know how I'm going to do an hour in Atlanta. I can't. I'm I'm trying to get myself to do it. The most I've done is like 40 minutes. You're going to so. do a lot of, you're going to do a lot of Marta. You're going to be taking the train a lot, doing a lot of Marta. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what, what's Marta? Is that a drug? Is that Metro, a person? <laughs> Metro Atlanta Rail and Transit of uh, something. Gotcha. Authority. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, that's let's get back to, uh, system. Let's get back to wrestling and, and get off of where our uh, enemies can find us. Because that's yeah. where my head goes. I always feel like oh, I'm putting information out there. I want to be anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> it's not bad right. enough. I got my on Facebook. They want to come find me. I, I hate Facebook. I'm not on Facebook. I can't do it. <laughs> Cass made me do a Twitter. He's like, you should be on Facebook, too. That's where most of our content's from. I'm like, nope. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, but it's all right. On my yeah. Twitter, I dunk on all my Facebook haters. It's my my favorite thing to do. But we don't have haters. We just have friends. What's up, Tristan? Pop it up there. Speaking of friends, what's up, guys? What's up, Tristan? Shout out to Ridgeview. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Don, you're getting put over by Ryan. Look at oh, that. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, you haven't put me over on this podcast yet, and I'm upset. You do it on every single one but this one. Mm. You need to tell people how great I am. Call now. Now... <laughs> Should we get back to the releases, guys? Should we talk yeah, about yeah, let's finish something it up. more we positive? Finish we'll finish right. it up, and then we'll bounce to something a little bit more positive. Hold on! There's Slander in the chat! <laughs> what? Who is talking shit to you in there? I see it. I know what they're going to be saying. I don't even want to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to start it. Uh, Apparently, Eddie Kingston is a jobber. No. That, see, look how mad she is from that. This might be what makes me cry. This is what makes you cry? You just called Eddie Kingston a jobber after he just had an amazing match with CM Punk. I did I'm not. I'm quoting the comments. <laughs> You're not. That, I, mean... I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just, I'm just shouting out the comments. Don't take it to me. Take it to Isra. Dom, I gotta, I gotta oh, ask dear. you a question. Okay. Did you okay. ever send out that let's, gift? Let's because down. okay. I still got to say I know one. Eddie Kingston is perfect. You know Eddie Kingston is perfect. Dom, oh, I love Eddie Kingston. Don't get me wrong. I was The match I was most looking forward to at Full Gear was um, that match with CM Punk. And not because I'm a CM Punk fan, yeah. because of just how um, invested I was in the match just because of the lead-in or the, the lead-up to it. Um, also, Cass, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Am I picking the winner for this? Why do I that have to was pick the, the winner? Thing. For Remember, your... we were waiting on you to pick it so that I don't have bias because ever oh, so many people like that have entered know me. I don't want to get accused of being biased by picking my winner. You definitely did say that to me, and I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, and you were like, "I'll pick the winner on Thursday." Uh, two Oops, months sorry. ago. Yeah, I two suck. Ago. I suck. What can I say? I suck. I took a two month hiatus. I'm refreshed. I'm nice and tan. Feeling good. I got so, my anyway. holiday tan. Everybody can still register to win our shit because this hasn't been drawn yet until the winner for this. You can win this Funko Edge while your show has disappeared. I don't know what happened. You're going to have to pop it Funko. back up into the uh, uh, pin it to the top comment. And if you want to win, there's only one way. Well, there's only one way to win. And the way to win is by going over to Body Slam That on Twitter, making sure that you subscribe to us or that you follow us on Twitter and that you also subscribe to us here on YouTube. Take a screenshot as proof that you follow us on YouTube and put it in the comments of the pinned tweet 
which is our giveaway tweet featuring a brand new rated R Superstar Edge never opened Funko Pop. And we're going to pick a winner from there and we're going to send it to you. So we're make sure you get weekend. that in. We will announce yeah. the winner this weekend because we got a lot of content coming out this weekend. So we're going to announce it. And then did you ever, did you, did you, did you send off the last one? Cause the one that you were supposed to, cause I, we got DMs from her. I, um, it was. I meant to send it and now I can't find the shirt. So I'm just going to have to buy another one for her. And it's been so long that I'm just going to throw some other stuff in there for it. So, okay. Well, good. So right, I'm gonna, gonna I'll, I'll make, I'll make up for it, but we had her and then did we lose her again? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Am I back now? Am there I here? you go. Oh, We're she's back. Okay. We just I did guess some my computer doesn't like when I cry, so I guess that's what happened. We just did some promotional stuff while you were gone. We pushed our giveaways and contests so you can everybody can win this unopened Edge Funko Pop right here from us. Dom's going to pick a winner, and he's going to send out the last series of things for everybody. But, yeah, as soon as Dom's going to pick that this week, and I'll ship it out next week. So get your, Where? Get your chance to win it. Where do we see these recently released people end up? Where do we want to see them end up? I mean, where's their room right now? Because we had this issue last week. I mean, there already was a very heavy free agent market, and now it just got even more, like, oversaturated. Yeah. Well, I have one question that will serve as my answer to this. Ring of Honor doesn't exist anymore, Dom, if that's what you're about to ask. I was going to say, but Ring of Honor doesn't exist anymore in the sense that they're blowing it up and starting from scratch. Not that they're folding. And the fact that there will also be no more contracts going forward, too. Okay. And they'll but, be run as an indie only. Okay, I get that. But that is a godsend to these this flood of of. It's not Talent steady work. Thing. It's not steady work with regular paychecks. Yeah, but steady. That's what I mean. When there's a flood of free agents, then the the steady work might not be out there. You might be waiting until something comes up for you to get steady work. So to stay here in America, not have to go overseas, you can. I don't know. Stop bringing that up. That's an old comment. Get out of here. Can I, can I offer an odd idea? Please. I think that's all I do. Bro. Hit Row as a group should go to Impact. Rework their, their brand a little bit. We work their name. But I think that Hit Row could bring something completely different to Impact. And if they wanted to, they could take Tasha Steeles and put her in Hit Row also. I honestly would love Tasha. to see him. I would love to see him go to AEW and then just feud with the acclaimed right out the gate over who has oh better God. flow. Oh my god. Yo. <laughs> you Yo. okay with that? You get a little hot about it? <laughs> Yo. I I feel like the one company that constantly gets overlooked is NWA. They put oh. regular content out. They have good people there. Home hometown hero, geez, is killing it over there. And uh people constantly overlook NWA. I don't yeah. know why. They have YouTube I, content that you can watch. They have good wrestling. It's it's an outlet. And I think I, a lot of these people can go there and immediately do something and then jump to something else. But I'm I sorry, think the NWA would be a good place for people from like maybe the last section, like um, like a Blake Christian or something like that would be good for the NWA. I don't think – okay. 
I thought you were going to say, like, Jackson Riker. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I will never say his name again. I don't think that... I've been talking as if all of Hit Row will move together. There is a very likely chance that we see them break up. Mm -hmm. We'll see Top Dollar go back to the Indies. We'll see Swerve be on top of the Indies once again as as Shane Strickland. And we see Ashanti float his way through the Indies as well. I think Ashanti could be good in something like like an NWA. Um... I would love to see Shane Strickland in GCW. That's the first oh, one of the man. first things that came to my mind, and that would be yeah. great. Even Top Dollar in GCW, I can imagine. If Top Dollar starts working death matches, I'm in. I'm all the way fucking in. All right, I'm down for it. I, I'm. I mean, GCW is probably my favorite company. Hang on, look, wait, what was it? There, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. Product placement. Uh, probably my favorite right now. Going and speaking of which. GCW tonight, Body Slam sponsored the Starboy Charlie benefit fundraiser on Kevin uh, Kevin Gill's Twitch stream. I don't know if you can still donate or not, but if not, contact Kevin Gill, donate to Starboy Charlie. Charlie, pretty terrible leg break a couple weeks ago, and we're trying to help uh, help raise money for his uh, you know for his medical costs and stuff like that because it's pretty bad, man. So GCW, I love GCW. I'd love to see any of these guys go there. There's so many. Um, just good matchups that can happen in GCW right now because, like I said, it's an indie, so it's like you don't really. I mean, you can put anybody with anybody. Just dream matchups in and out, and not really tie anybody down. Sure. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm interested to see where Tegan Knox goes as well. She'll probably show up there. And no GCW. She'll probably. Do She's that, gonna but, have some visa issues probably eventually. I don't know if it, if it's gonna end up being directly like after with like um, Bronson Reed. And um, the Iconics, now the Inspiration. I don't know if, and even Chelsea Green, I don't know if it's going to happen right away, but that's also a thing to think about as well. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. I've fallen off on, I mean, I, I've fallen off on wrestling in general um, just because there's so much to keep up with. So I'm looking forward to over the holidays getting back into Impact New Japan, the ones that I haven't really been consistently watching for a few months now. Um, Especially with all the people that are that are jumping in. What's up, Carney? Pretty sure we met Minnesota. If that's the guy I'm thinking it is. I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken, but yeah. Um, Stop talking about inside jokes on the air. Nobody knows what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure the guy just popped up his name. I'm pretty sure I met him over the weekend last weekend. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about something else. Oh, had a, had a run in. We got a run in by the man killer. Oh, what up, Tyson. dude? He hadn't shown his butthole to us yet. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Bam. <laughs> Look at that. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. I knew it. What's up, buddy? Trish, Tristan wants to know if uh, if you think Drake will go back to Impact. I think uh, he need. I, I want to see him and EC3 do stuff again. Yeah. I would love to see a very, very serious, stoic, and solemn um, Drake Maverick going along with what EC3's character has been going. I yeah. loved that show when when EC3 had his match with the greatest professional wrestler in the history of society, <laughs> Northeast Philly's own mecca of pro wrestling, Mr. Brian Johnson. Um, I, they had an I, amazing I, match. And I just love the way that EC3 just comes out looking like he's like pained to do this, but he's just he's on a mission that he has to just do it because it's it's gonna fall on nobody else but him. And uh, he does so much with so little anymore, 
I love it. Warhouse just tweeted. Well, I don't know if they just tweeted, but they said WWE um, backwards is ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> yeah, buddy. He's he's making an appearance tonight. Hmm. I am so excited for Revolution. I told Cass that I'm gonna find my way there. I'm gonna make my way to Revolution. And if everything falls in line and we do see somebody like Shane Strickland or Keith Lee at Revolution, I'm gonna lose my fucking shit. I'm, I'm all, it's I'm gonna here be all that. out for me. You're just dropping all the pay-per-view names. Are you gonna be full gear ready when you go to Revolution <laughs> that you're gonna be all out for? <laughs> Double or nothing. Let's see if you're gonna be there. <laughs> where Where is Revolution? They haven't they announced, announced it yet. yet. Ooh, okay. Look at you tying me up on that one but I, the plan originally was going to do chicago two times like to do they better chicago not do game, chicago but... i will be pissed off that's what you they know, said back when they first held it but you know i mean that was before pandemic too because they were talking about doing that like one one in the city and then doing like did you see that that was wild doing the other pay-per-view outside the city because hoffman's like an hour and 15 minutes outside of chicago with traffic if you're lucky I wouldn't mind. I've, I'm not from Chicago. I've never been to Chicago, although I'd like to visit sometime. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing one of those pay-per-views just emanate out of Chicago every single year. Like, I mean, that's, that's just all the... out is supposed to be, yeah. I think. That but is they should not... that's going to be all out. But they had said, because okay. like, during the scrum originally, like when we did the Revolution scrum, that, that was Tony's kind of, he kind of kicked that idea around of doing uh, – all out at the Sears Center now, now arena, and then doing uh, Revolution at the Wintrust Arena downtown. But they didn't do that this year. They did Revolution. Uh, was Revolution at Daly's this year? Yeah. 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 But like, it just feels like it should be at the Sears Center if they're going to do it because they have that plaque there for the first all out that they did. Yeah. Or all in. It was when it was all in was the first one. Yeah. Um. They made a. They put a plaque at the at the arena. So I think that's cool that that's there. And I don't know. It would be cool for them to just build something by keeping it there every. Yeah, year that's and where that one's gonna be. I think. Unless one it just... is fine. Two is a lot. Let me uh, go yeah. somewhere new. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I. Uh, so I look. I a list of, of people that we didn't talk about. Is there somebody Shane that we didn't Thorne? talk about? Yeah, we didn't Shane really talk about Shane, Shane Thorne. Thorne. There's another visa issue, right? Because isn't he Aussie. Australian? Yeah. Yes. He was um, Slapjack. Mm-hmm. So we've lost another member of Retribution. He joins the Mia Yim. Sorry to Shane Thorne, but the second that you mentioned visa issues, I just immediately, my mind wants to go towards celebrating because... Our girl, the OG, Shaza McKenzie, is finally coming back to the States. She's She'll finally. We've already yeah. talked about it. Yeah. I'm she so happy about, about that. this. Yeah, I haven't no, talked to great. her about it since since she announced it, but I'm just so happy because I know how much it means to her. And, oh, yeah. Um, that's awesome. So I'm happy to see that she's coming back. Happy to see that. Uh, I really hope that that leads to her back in AEW. Yeah, I hope she gets some some kind of look while she's around again at least once. Because she says she's gonna be here for at least a month. She said she was gonna be based out of Chicago for April, so I don't know how many how long exactly she was gonna be here, but mm-hmm. she was looking for Midwest promotions. And uh, hey, maybe I, while she's out there, she'll she'll meet up with uh, the other OG, Trevor Outlaw. Yeah, 
They said that he said on the media call uh, about the AEW pay-per-view on the West Coast that they were going back to uh, Vegas for double or nothing and was trying to do something on the West Coast sometime next year as well. So I feel like they're going to do that next year because he said so. He said it like twice now on media calls this year. So I guess that's the plan for next year for West Coast. Can I just talk about how the North American title is cursed? God, right? Really? Because four of the six black men who have held the North American title have been released. That's an interesting stat. I didn't even realize it was that bad. Who Phil Lindsay put me on to that stat. So who who are the two that haven't been released that held it? Let's think. Okay. Um who have been North American champions? Ricochet. Yeah, well, okay, Ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet, Ricochet. Damian Priest isn't black. Um, who's black? Leon Ruff, but he's gone. Um, Leon Ruff, Swerve, Keith Lee, um, Velveteen Dream. Um, is he still Harden. signed? No, 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 no. Lord, gone, no. That's what Let I thought. Okay. Let me Google. So he's it. one of the he's one of the ones that have been canned that she was talking about. Yeah. So I think we. But got they kept him on Ricochet. for a long time and just kept him off TV after all that. Yeah. Sh- all that I, I know about that shenanigans, but. So other than Ricochet, who's the who's the other one? Who's currently champion? Carmelo. Carmelo! Oh, Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes. Hayes! Yeah. Hey! Oh my god, Carmelo's gonna shoot me. Yeah, uh hey, no no, no because we were thinking of see, I see what you weren't thinking current. You were thinking of right. who was a champion that held the belt that's still right. around. You weren't thinking, oh, a current champion that's black. So I understand why Plus, he throws up. Carmelo Hayes you, is you elevating the you. title right now. Yeah, it's yeah. on a different Carmelo. level. He's the A champion of NXT. So when you think of North right. American champions that are cursed, you're not thinking of somebody as elite the belt as Carmelo yeah. Hayes. Or that's currently I mean. holding so it's the belt. It's a, it's he a, hadn't had a chance to feel the right. curse. So it's too, a, you know? it's an innocent mistake when it's all done out of love. General who are gone. Because I Adam Cole is also on this list. So Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Keith Lee, Leon Ruff, Bronson Ruff, Bronson Reed, Bronson Reed, Swerve Scott, and then we have Carmelo Hayes now. So the only people who are still here are Johnny Gargano, Carmelo Hayes, obviously Priest, Roderick Strong, and Ricochet. And Ricochet. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So that looks like one and one, like fifty-fifty. Hold on. Let me. I'm gonna do tally marks so we can figure this out. Yeah, you can do the math. With Leo mentions uh, Dana Brooke is somebody that doesn't get used that's still on the roster. Um, Honestly, I feel like there are a lot of people that are still on the roster and don't get used. You see the same people every week, and I I never understood that. I don't understand why they put the same people on every week to tell a story when you can keep a rotation of people and wouldn't that make you more invested to see like, Oh, Randy Orton's going to be on raw tonight or, Oh, we get to see the Mysterios on SmackDown tonight instead of like, Oh, if I turn it on every single week, I know I'm going to see them in a recorded gimmick. And or do it like how they used to do it back in the like WCW where they still had everybody on, but yet they were still able to tell everybody's story and keep it fresh by having them kind of intermix sometimes and like cross paths and like, you know, I don't know. I used so to love NXT for that purpose because I felt like they did that mm-hmm. a couple of years and, ago. And I'm talking a few years ago now, but before it hit the USA Network and it met that fucking TV format that they have to do with their shows versus the. I would argue even then to an extent. I know you you gave up on NXT during that time, um, and I was arguing that it was still putting out good content to an extent. Um, 
and and I thought even then they were doing a good job of with the storylines they were telling, uh, keeping them intermingled and weaving them uh, between each other as, as opposed to okay for the next fifteen minutes we're going to tell you this story, you know. So we're six and five. So six have been released. Five are still with the, with the company. Damn. Yeah, that votes. I, I don't uh, even want to look at the NXT Championship because those numbers aren't good either. I'm sure those are really bad. <laughs> On a more positive note, do we see Corey Graves back in the ring? He had mentioned uh, he he threw on a little teaser about how he wants to wrestle again. We've seen WWE uh, be more open to people with uh, you know with head injuries after enough time and enough doctors give the okay. See them Are come we going to see Paige back in the ring? I think we can ask the same question for her. Yeah, I think hers was. I don't know. See, they but tried she's not with. Her, she's not signed to WWE right now, is she? Yeah. Yes, she is. That's she why is? she can't do Twitch. She can't do yeah. Twitch because of it. Yeah. Oh, she can't do her Twitch, bro. Oh, okay. I thought that she, uh, I didn't know she was still signed by them. Interesting. Hey, maybe we see her at the Rumble. Oh, God, please, please. Nah. Dude, she's hurt. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to let her back in with that neck, man. You saw what then happened why are last we, time. Then why are we talking about it? Because Is she's she... talking about it. Because you brought uh, it up. Well, I, I brought up Corey Graves because he mentioned that, you know, he he felt ready. I didn't know. Did Well, did, not that he felt that? ready, that he wants to. I if you look at okay, because didn't um, Daniel Bryan now Bryan Danielson lie about his injuries? So I think that that's also going to make WWE more hesitant to letting people who feel like they're ready actually mm. go. Yeah, yeah, he's been man, he's been so out of out of the ring so long too. I mean, it'd be it's gonna take him a while to get you know get back into the swing of it too. I don't know how long that would. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I love how your just cat still, is just like steady just chilling, in the set, just, just chilling yeah, in the just, corner. He knows it, he knows where the camera is, and he knows his place in it. <laughs> look at the hard camera. Yes, I look at the hard cam. Look at the yeah, hard yeah. cam. Aww. Yeah, that was my favorite part of one of, of Lucy's thing last week on that video. Is, uh, that was everybody's. Lucy, Lucy, look at it the hard cam. Dante, my future husband. By the way, but I just the uh, everybody's favorite part of that is when she just ignored the cell and was just like just went over and just talked to him like yeah. the most Dude, wholesome they content. They were cracking up about that afterwards too. That was so funny. Everybody listening, if you haven't already, if you don't know what we're talking about, the absolute best content that Body Slam is going to put out ever will be mm-hmm. Wrestling Rules with Lucy. Uh, it is I would by... like to I would like to negate that idea. I think Nyla Choppy cast might might be a little bit better just because of the comedic value that it gave me. Yeah, she's seen it already. Dom hasn't, so yeah. But then we got to see Cash shirtless. So you're taking what? it from like the absolute most adorable thing on Body Slam to like the most I don't want to say revolting, but it. I'm okay with that. I'll it's body. It. Oh, that's we are body positive. But it's not something that you would show to a child. <laughs> Let's she wants to all chop me, and she wanted to chop me herself. She told me I couldn't wear my shirt when I did it. Her, well, her yeah, words. you're getting the whole point of the show is to to see the see She's the well. Taunting me for months. Also, guys, go watch AJ Gray's video where oh he God. took a calf bag like ten feet. It's my favorite thing ever. I vow to watch Ugh. it every single day until I die. Yeah, I didn't see the video yet. Today. It was but, you need to watch today. it. I specifically. Um, request that you watch it in um 0.5 speed 
it's a lot fun when you watch it. Slow down. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tweet that the wrestling purist put out where it just shows yeah. the, the freeze frame of me getting just like just the impact <laughs> shot. And then the next shot, just nothing in frame. I am oh gone. <laughs> I'm literally just fucking gone. That's what uh, I saw. And I was cracking up. I was like in the car still. I was stuck in traffic. So I was able to look down for a second. I saw because he was telling me about it. I was like, dude, that's funny. You're literally like out, like through the clearing. Did you get off your feet or did you just like stumble back? I stumbled and then went off my feet. I both like my. But you didn't go airborne. Kind (laughs) of. Next time, go airborne. Sell it. Kayfabe, bro. Kayfabe. Uh, no, I want to. Who should you really sell it? I you, I need you to sell it for Thunder Rose like that when you do when you do her chat. That's probably class. gonna happen though, over Russell Cage. She was gonna do one this weekend, but she was way too tired Saturday night. She was just like, I I will do it next week or next weekend because I'll see her at Russell Cage next weekend. Can you ask her how she delivers that crossbody to Jamie Hader, please? I have so many questions on it. Every time I see it, I have to say it in whatever post I want. They. they those two know how to do the move set between the two. That's that's insane. Yeah. Uh, no, that that AJ Gray one. It, it almost timed out perfect too, which is funny. I was like, I saw that it was his birthday. I was like, damn, dude, I was gonna release that on Saturday. I almost timed that perfectly to release on your birthday. And he's like, well, today's a good day, and it is my day. I was like, shit, you're right. So I released it today or two days early. Look, I, was like, I don't think has- people. Body Slam has a little bit of everything, man. It's got breaking news content. It's got adorable kids. It's got shirtless hairy men and everything mm-hmm. in between. And we have a new show coming next Friday featuring Another me. one? Yeah, me featuring. and Carissa. Oh, um, cool. Wait, called- wait, wait. I thought you guys already had a show. We've got it. They're doing another one. That one's not. We haven't. We haven't announced that one yet. That's a different. Oh, oh, oh. This is the one that they cooked up on their own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Between the oh, two okay. of them. Oh, yeah, it's okay. called cool. Fantasy Booking Friday. So basically every Friday, half of the show is us fantasy, well, rebooking um, the current storylines. And then the other half is us creating our own promotion and booking that week to week as well. And we'll have a guest on every week. Um, and maybe I should announce the exclusive on this on this podcast. But our first guest is Alex, Queen of the Ring, and she'll be with us next Friday. And we're super excited for that. So Very cool. There you go. So we've check out some, that. She's got some interviews set up too for our. We've been doing work. Yes, this yes. See, that's why you take all the pressure off me. Do your thing, girl. Listen, uh, this, now Dom, I don't have to hear from this. him anymore. This I can just fade homies. into the background. This is one of the people we've 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 interviewed. This guy, one of our first. Who's you got first? You got? Uh, do you want to announce that one that you've got scheduled for next week? Shane Taylor. Yeah. Oh, Shane <laughs> is awesome. Shane yeah. is so easy to talk to. He he really was. Um. Tell him, uh, tell, tell him, um, mm-hmm. what was it? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Hold on. I'm going to call. This is a callback. If I can find it. Who wants Tom's address? Why, man? Why? <laughs> He's really just Joel. Like he, the running, it's a running joke because I'm actually homeless. I don't have a home. I'm out on the street. Um, this is <laughs> this isn't a funny joke. I really should not at all. I was trying to go down a, down a rabbit hole there. I don't know. Full of lies, dude. It's late, late for me at least. But uh, yeah, did we talk about everybody on this uh, big guy release today? Did we hit them all? Can we circle back to Hit Row? I'm sorry. Yeah, we can. We can. Please. I, I'm still in like disbelief because like okay, I the first um 
post that I had pinned when I started like on wrestling Twitter was about how lots of black wrestlers without meaning to, or even sometimes with meaning to represent black culture. And Hit Row was an obvious representation of black culture. Their, their hip hop, their style, all of that, even their tone of voice and, and the mechanics behind how they were speaking. It really naturally represents what black culture looks like. And one for them first to insult Hit Row by Jinder Mahal calling them cringe row and then all of their rapping or whatever you want to call it. And then for Top Dollar to release that tweet, which wasn't okay by any means, but also we can't not fault WWE for starting that with their creative, but then for Hit Row to not be able to get any retribution, I guess, for what Jinder did. So now they just look like they're just gone after racist raps. I don't understand. Like it, the WWE just doesn't care about optics in general. So this doesn't surprise me at all. But at the same time, it's fucking hit row. Like you just called them up less than a month ago and now you release them because why? You hate black people. Say it with me. WWE hates black people. Yeah, it's it there's no there like even trying to again, I, I love to get on this show and take the unpopular opinion just to provide it. There's no logic. There's no way to spin it and say, hey, you know what? Even though it doesn't make any sense, I guess you could see it from that perspective. What perspective is it? There's there is none. There's there's right. I can't okay. think of any logical I reasoning. Can, I can give you a counterpoint that I heard earlier about Top Dollar. The fact that he released that rap was too much for the WWE. So the WWE had to release them. Okay, let's look at this. You had Jackson Riker on your payroll for, what, a full year and a half after the whole thing happened with him on Twitter and everything like that? Completely unacceptable. All of sports, and, okay, all the people in general hold Black people to a higher standard, and that's just what it is. And the fact that Top Dollar released that rap and the fact that he was also a Black man who was fully representing as himself as a Black man on TV, people weren't able to handle it. I understand that it was racist, but at the same time, the WWE would not have done the same thing if it was somebody, say, like, um, fucking Braun Baker. I don't care. If he released a rap like that, and they would not release him the next day. They obviously kept people like Jackson Riker on the payroll. After the Speaking Up movement, you saw them take Austin Theory and put him onto NXT. When I specifically am friends with the person who um, brought up the allegations against Austin Theory, for them to be specifically idiotic in the decisions that they make. It's like they have no genuine care for the people who work for them. They have no respect for the people who work for them. They're behind the scenes, they have no respect for our fans. They obviously insult our talents day in and day out. And the one thing that pisses me off the most, it's not like it's AEW and the booking is good. I can't forgive you for releasing people because the booking is good. The booking is ass. The booking is like the crack of my ass. I don't understand how to say this to you. They don't know how to book shit, and they release people because they don't know how to book shit. I don't understand. If they don't fit your mold, okay, that's fine. Then work with what they have. Let them be individuals and let them be themselves instead of trying to put them into a box. It's so fucking upsetting. I don't understand how somebody doesn't go up to Vince McMahon one day and fucking slap him in the face. I don't care if I lose my job. Just fucking slap Vince McMahon in the face. And just to, just to add to that, it, that's the role. Stop, dude. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but just just to add to that, the now you threw me off. <laughs> Unbelievable. The um, 
the role that they were asked to portray is the role that it seems as though they're being punished for knocking out of the park. Yeah. Tom, do you know why that is? I'm going to say it again. Do you know why it is? Because they're black. There you go. And I, I know, I know everything seems so racy when it comes out of my mouth, but that's just what it is. I mean, you can analyze this in a million ways, but if you're not including the piece about race within this, your view and your opinion is invalid because you're being ignorant and you're not um, you're not acknowledging the obvious factors here. And obviously, there are a group of four black rappers like, that were promoted as such, that were really? promoted and pushed as such, and then and then they say, "Oh, you know what? We got nothing for you because it's getting over." Yeah, I think and you don't have. To, yeah, you know what? You don't have to be black to be pissed off about it. These are four people, yeah. four people who did their job well, and are now being punished for it. Yeah, it's like I said. It's like they want, like they want them to be this edgy, you know, like like this character. They want the edginess. They want that. Then when it happens, they're like, ah, oh, we don't want to deal with that, you know. And they like make take down but, that tweet, delete but that. Yeah, rap, not to, and then, not to diminish way, anything that you just said, though, because everything you said should be right at the forefront. Because mm-hmm. you're right, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And I gotta go again. Sorry, but every single time they give us or Daddy Vince grants us on a silver spoon something that represents their identity that we actually connect with, they take it away. Like the one, okay, I love Sasha Banks to death. I love that she's a black woman. She doesn't represent black culture necessarily. That's not what she does. You look at Bianca, she has the edges, she has the braids. She authentically represents like black culture. She literally looks like what I would look like in probably 20 years. Like, I don't know how else to describe that to you. And that's how she acts. She's very fluent. And what the fuck did they do with Bianca? Watch her in 26 seconds. What the fuck did they do with Kofi? Oh, they swashed in what, 15 fucking seconds? I'm fucking tired. They don't know how to book. They hate black people. I don't know why we continue to support these people. I understand that there are people who we want to see win, but we need to focus on supporting the, the wrestler, not supporting the business. From now on, I don't care. Take me away to jail. I'm not using Peacock anymore. I will be streaming illegally because fuck the WWE, respectfully. No, disrespectfully. Of all of the mishandling that that you've mentioned, the the one that actually pissed me off the most uh, is one that you didn't mention, and it was the the fumbling of the absolute gold that was the hurt business. It was so unbelievably easy to write a continuously going storyline where you have four well-dressed, successful black men in the ring being professional and killing it. And you could have kept that going for years. And you could have used it to elevate other, like, they could have been just like, hey, find other black black superstars to use to, like, elevate their game and make them, you know, to help their character. They could have done so much with that for these other people that they have. You know what I mean? and, And if they did it right... They could have made it even bigger than race because they could have shown that these men it is supposed to be more than race. Bobby Lashley said that it was. Yeah. It just happened to be that they were black. Also, right. I mean, obviously that was a big part of it. Like there were literal like little kids dressing up as like in suits, like they were a part of the hurt business. So obviously they did have an effect on black culture. And also yeah. look at the new day. 
what gimmick did they start out with? To pull yourself up from your bootstraps mm-hmm. gimmick, right? So when we look from if you take it even further back, now, you look at their first vignette. Their they first were given the, was like, the, a, like, like a stereotypical Southern Baptist Church yeah. gospel preacher gimmick, yeah. right? Because I what remember, color are they? Yeah, exactly, and and that's <laughs> I what know. I mean, like. The but new wrestling day. has always been stereotypes. Like you can't be like this is out of nowhere. Like that's just like re- for exactly. 30, I get 40, that. 50 years. But like, there's a difference between putting someone in a stereotype and falling ass backwards into a pile mm-hmm. of gold and then just throwing it away for no apparent reason, just to then do a half-assed, watered-down restart of it months later for one day, basically. Right, and, but and, and when you know that it's been stripped of all of its meaning all of its importance and now it's just another stable it's just another couple of goons behind bobby lashley as opposed to what could have been and look if they can book evolution for half a decade like that why couldn't they book the hurt business for half a year like that you know so believe me jay i know exactly where you're coming from and i think it's something that yeah, wrestling it's... makes me hot. I feel it in my whole body. I just get so upset. I feel the rage. I always say it's the rage of my ancestors because my ancestors were slaves. I say I always feel it through my body, like it's coming up in my veins, and I just I gotta let it out. So I yeah. I apologize if I broke anybody's eardrums. Stop like apologizing. That, but... You don't have to apologize. Stop apologizing. Yeah. If people I, I, don't like I it, then people don't have to listen. But that's what is good about body slam is Cass specifically wants every voice as long as it's not hurtful right yeah it can be offensive but if it's not yeah. hurtful then no because there's a difference between saying there's something that's offensive between, yes but if it's a, if it's offensive because it's real and people don't want to hear it that's one thing but if it's hurtful if people just come out and spew hate that's really the only thing you're not going to hear on body you're story. never going to get but that here and that's not everything tolerated. short of that Cass has been doing a hell of a job with bringing people from all different points of view to make sure that we get that that well-rounded um scope of the wrestling fan experience but that's all the more reason why you should never apologize for your i mean you've been killing it the past few weeks since you just you know since you just started Mm -hmm. so you don't have to apologize especially to to me i come in once a month and act like i i I do stuff here i don't write articles we scream at each other on on the show numerous Streaming fights so, on here with each other. So, no, it's fine. Look, we all, not just Cass and I, everybody who's listening appreciates the input because that's why we're here. They appreciate yeah. Kitty's input as well. You know, it shows, it shows your, it's something that you care about. It's something you believe in. It's something you're passionate about. It's something that should, it invokes actual emotion. So, I think that that's a good thing. So, you don't have to apologize for uh, having real opinions on something something like this that we that's why i want you here so no i also want to save face in case people try to call me an aw mark because i feel like that's what's going to happen here i also going to say things yeah it's funny i call out um aw's poor booking of black people all the time i have made it a point to say that i think all of the next four pillars are people of color and that's ricky stark sponsor martin um lee moriarty and daniel garcia all of them are people of color um and I love all of them very, very, very much. You can ask Cass. I talk about it all day, like mm-hmm. all, all day. Um, and I have, I'm giving them up until the time that Keith Lee should arrive until I start to go off again. Cause Keith Lee is a ready-made world champion. So they need to get on that. Otherwise I will be once again, screaming on a podcast. Just so you guys know. Okay, fair enough. Um, 
let's end on something positive. Let's wrap it up, but let's talk about something that we all uh, are looking forward to. And uh, Survivor Series? I wasn't going to say Survivor Series. I thought no. that was going to be. No, 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 no. We are okay. not looking forward to that. I can't even tell you a match now. I know they changed up the Survivor Series match. I don't even know what's going let's, on. Let's. How about this? Let's keep it in the Survivor. Since we're in Survivor Series week, it's Thanksgiving week. Let's keep it in, in the realm of Survivor Series. But let's talk okay. about your favorite survivor series moment that comes to mind okay, i can do this one in the past without really having to think too hard about it Easy. Cass, you want to go godly gooker i was gonna say the gooker <laughs> the egg but magic. you know what i'll do original not these reincarnations of it where he's running around like the last couple of years i'm talking like what's gonna be in that fucking egg and i really wanted to know and i waited around to the night before because it used to be it was the night before survivor series yep. i had a special on wednesday night on usa when i was a kid and it was like, I remember watching it, and I remember waiting, and I remember, I'm like, all right, I'm going to find out tomorrow night at Survivor Series. It wasn't Survivor Series always on Thanksgiving? Yep. Yeah. So the I first remember, few like, years. And then I think they years. did the night before Thanksgiving, and then eventually. The special, yeah, yeah. So I remember, yeah. So I remember that was it for me, because I was like, I remember where I was at. I remember my family was trying to eat dinner, and I'm like, I got to watch this. I got to see what's in the egg. And they're like, kid, get the fuck in here and eat. <laughs> so. I, uh. I really hope you don't take mine. I really, really he's not going you to. Take I don't think he's going to. Is it the debut of The Rock? No, good. Okay, you're good. All right. Well, mine's the debut of The Rock. We are, are the the future president of these United States of America, the future leader of the free world. Uh, he's already my president in my heart and in my mind. I love The Rock. I have a book. You got a bottle of Terramana down there. You're gonna pull out. It's somewhere. <laughs> Really? I'm not going to lie. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Eddie Vedder, Barack Obama. These are my three man crushes. Barack okay. Obama is your man crush. I have a framed picture of Barack Obama downstairs. I he does. love Facts. Barack Obama. Seen it. Been in his house. Seen it. I'm not a socialist, but... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. no. Um, and I'm missing one. Your other man crush? I'm, miss I'm missing one of my man crushes. Uh, is it Brian Johnson? Is it the Mecca? Is it Trevor no, it's his beard? I can't look him directly in his eye. Is it Trevor You can't have a man crush on someone you can't look directly in the eye. Uh, ah, mm -hmm. whatever. We're spending yeah. too much time talking about my man crushes. It's weird. You started it. This is all you. What do you mean we? <laughs> I'm not. You I'm led not, us down this path. I'm not saying it's not my fault. I'm just saying. I'm look. I'm delirious. Yeah. We got to wrap it up, guys. I'm tired. Right. I'm an old man. So, what do we got going on this? Yeah, do yours. Oh my god, we didn't do Jays. I'm sorry. I'm Tom, so sorry. We got to cut this short before you just Tony. This is. Tony I'm the worst host. Let me cut you off right there. I feel so bad. Your first, your first time on a show with me, and I am probably doing an all-time worst show. But not the Tony Khan. Oh god. Uh, let me cut you um, off right there. Mine is definitely when NXT was involved. I'll probably go with like the the invasion piece of it because when they did Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan, that was literally insane, and they mm -hmm. did it by accident, which is how WWE does most of their good things. If you look at Charlotte and um, Becky Lynch, they hmm. they shot themselves into a work. Hmm. So, and that's actually what's intriguing now. Um, so I think there's that. And then also the Keith Lee moment that has now been wasted. But when Keith Lee stood off and shook hands with Roman Reigns at the end, I thought that was really good as well. So that was my piece. 
Ben so Ash, what we got ben going Ash. on this weekend? Let's let's talk about what we got going on between ourselves before we wrap this up. So, Dom, what are you doing this weekend? Anything? You want any pretty of our boring. shows coming up? Pretty boring. Um, getting ready for finals. Well, I'll watch Survivor Series on Sunday. I'm going to head over to my parents' house and put up the uh, the Christmas decorations at their house on Sunday morning. Get a head start on that. Um, are you uh, are you doing any pods with us? Are you doing the jabronis? Or are you doing anything this? Because you were on there last weekend, right? That's up to you guys. That's up, whatever you need me. I'm actually I I'll, I'll be around all weekend. I'm gonna be watching a lot of college football. I need uh, I need my fight in Irish to uh, well I, I need some some things to go right with uh, some other teams for the the Irish to have well, a chance to play. Can, we, can I say something about a comment I Please. just saw quickly? Yes. Um, we don't say that anybody that we're happy that anybody is fired. No matter what they did, people are losing their jobs, and we need to put aside what happened. Yeah, I, I saw mean, that in the comments. I wasn't going to mention it. I I'm, yeah. No, I don't care because we don't want that negativity on body slam so yeah thanks and i think we mentioned that earlier it's it always sucks talking about firings in general because it's like yeah. you feel for everybody so you want to just see them end up somewhere and and i mean get paid Jackson you know Riker, I, mean? I hope he goes to like therapy and gets like a regular construction worker job i, I hope he lands somewhere just not he, in he's the from down here in my area man i've i he's worked he's he's a he's a north carolina guy so i've seen a lot of him growing uh growing, coming up in wrestling before he made his way to wwe he was a staple down here so it's nice I know a lot to of my see... friends are friends with him i'm not going to say much bad about him just because like i mean it's mostly political based you know what i mean he's got problems with that that people don't see eye to eye with so i'm not going to try to i'm not going to drag him but a lot of my friends are good friends with him that i know from if you want to see me drag stuff. him um you can i won't if you, you want to see me drag him at me on twitter and i'll do a show by myself yeah. just dragging jackson Riker. yeah you can do that but <laughs> yeah me just because I, I you know what I mean it is what it is but and and if you want to see me continue to try to goad Ron Coleman into a uh, into a Twitter feud then uh, follow me on Twitter that's pretty much the only thing I've been doing over the past nice. week <laughs> but yeah, firing Dom, you, shots. Should, uh, you should jump on with the jabronis tomorrow do their uh, I'm sure they're gonna do a, a survivor series pre-show tomorrow right tomorrow's Friday right shit today's Friday yeah, yeah so it's Saturday so tomorrow yeah today's Friday now because it's past midnight <laughs> Let me know. Let me know. Yeah, well, you guys around. figure it out. I will be going to PWX on Saturday. Uh, I, I Can we pull up the card real quick and put them over? Because I need to put over the boys in Charlotte. Brian does good stuff. I think it's actually looking pretty good. Uh, I'm going to try to get some content. If not, I'll get some content filmed next week at uh, Russell Cade. The, that's the week. That's going to be so much fun. I'm so mad that I... Oh, but there's I so much fun. I'm I missed time. we missed it last year and that was uh that was sad. I was really sad about that. But this is coming back and it's gonna be awesome. It's one of my favorite weekends of the year. I get to usually hang out with uh I'll be with Sean and Jeremy and the guys, but Jeremy cool. Yeah, this Saturday though, so I'll be, this yeah, that's why you saw him in Baltimore. This Saturday though, here's what we got. I get Davey Richards versus Anthony Henry. I get Suge D versus Wheelie Yuta, TJ Boss, Drew Adler. Uh, Alexander Moss versus Sir Rios Badu, the besties in the world versus my boys, the Heat Seekers, my boy James, uh, JD Drake versus Gabriel Kidd, uh, Lucky Ali versus Fred uh, Yehi, and Chip Day versus John Davis. So that I'm going to retweet that right now. That's a hell of a card this weekend. There'll be lots of good stuff there. I'll try to get some content, maybe even do like a little vlog style thing. Jashel can help me edit it because Jashel can edit it because I suck at editing. All that shit. I'm not very tech savvy, but I'll film some it stuff. It was so funny. Cass texted me and they were like, can you do a thumbnail? 
And then they were like, how long in the thumbnail? And the thumbnail responded was just like three minutes later. I was like, it's done. Like, cool. Yeah, that would have taken me all of like 45 minutes to be like, God damn it. I suck at math and computers. I didn't, did I, is this framed right? Did I, what's off center? Let me get this. Uh, oh yeah, I, I got to center stuff and make, that sucks. I would have done a terrible job. You did a great thumbnail for this. So you're a, your skill sets are very, uh, very handy and useful to the site already. Trust me. I, you're, I can't, I can't thank you enough for your contributions, but that's my weekend. So I'll be gone Saturday, but I'll be around tomorrow and Sunday. So if you guys need me, holler at me then. But, um, yeah, guys, follow us, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Always. Uh, you can find us, uh, it's rolling down the bottom right here. Just uh, search for bodyslam.net. Uh, and I think the handles rolling around the bottom, like this video, subscribe to the channel. Follow the website, too, on Twitter. Let me pull that one up for you guys. If you don't already, it's at BodySlamNet. And don't forget about our giveaway. If you're on Get Twitter giveaway. and you, you subscribe to us on YouTube, then don't miss out. Just take a screenshot. If you're already a subscriber, you can still enter. Uh, you don't have to be a new subscriber. Just take a screenshot, show that you've subscribed to us, and pop it in the uh, the, the uh, pinned top uh, tweet on BodySlamNet's Twitter. And we'll, uh, you may we'll win retweet that out, yeah. And yeah, I just want to plug myself out. really quickly. You guys can follow Good. me on Twitter at Nicole. I simp over Dina Garcia and Lee Moriarty all day. And I will retweet mm -hmm. all of the articles that I write also because mm -hmm. that's a lot. So don't turn on my post notifications unless you want to be spammed with articles all the time. So yeah. It's all right. That's what we do around here. You, you got to get the news out. Somebody's got to do it. My final word. Oh, no. Look at this. Look at this. Dom. Look who sends a comment. Oh, no way. Do you know who this Mother is? Haynes. It's my what? mother. Oh, my, my goodness. Oh, Mrs. Haynes, you just Mom. broke my heart there. We don't want to see watching. anybody lose their jobs, Mrs. Haynes. No, oh she said, sorry God. to see these folks lose their jobs, but they were boring. She's I'm going to be nice because it's your mom and I'm going to pass. Yeah, Mom. <sighs> but hey, this. thanks for listening, Mama. Look, you see where I get my heel stuff from. My mom's out here. No, she's a sweetheart. Nah, she's she the sweetest a woman. Um, my final word, instead of plugging myself, I'm hoping that anybody that has any hiring power at AEW, hears this. Sign the Koloff dynasty. You have too many people on your roster that would work perfectly with the Koloff dynasty. Sign them. They're active. They're killing it. Sign them, please, for all of us. Sign the Koloff dynasty. And then sign Shaza. And then sign Trevor Outlaw. And sign then Shaza. sign the Mecca. Because you know what? The Mecca is available for business now because Ring of Honor let him slip through their fingers. Sign these he, people. I saw he's doing a free the narrative thing with EC3, isn't he? He's on the next one of those, the Mecca, right? Oh, I can't wait. I hope so. Did you not see that? I figured you'd been all over that. Dude, I've well, been off social media. I've been off of like everything wrestling related. I'm basically like backdoor or black uh, black hole, I guess you should say. I don't so know. my I'm, joke I'm of is Dom alive is really not too far fetched then, since you you you've been completely AWOL from everything so far for so long. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Guys, thanks for tuning it. in. We're wrapping we this up. Come, a lot of content come, come, this come, weekend. Yeah, come watch. Oh, you want you want to do that? You want to do it? Go ahead, Hefe. No, finish ahead, it up. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna, no, 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 no. You tell me when to hit the button. You wrap it up. <laughs> Dude, All right, guys, it. thanks. 
thanks again for listening. Make sure you check in with us this weekend and for uh, and tomorrow we're going to have a lot of content leading in the Survivor Series. Uh, we have so many different podcasts. The British uh, uh, Wrestling Roundup, uh, or I'm sorry, we have um, Wrestling Roundup. We have Tea and Tights. We have The Push, which may or may not come back in 2020. We're waiting on you, buddy. <laughs> And of course we always, and of course we have the jabronis. Um, and I think I'm missing. You're what about Jay Shell and Carissa's show? It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Yeah, give me like a week and a a, what are we? A week and a half. Well, a a week exactly. It's Friday now, right? So and you forgot the pipe bomb, pipe bomb show. Chris Belcher and Andy York. I knew there was one I was forgetting. And keep your eyes peeled, likely for Thursday or so when the Shane Taylor interview drops as well. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Also, make sure you head over to our friends over at Ringside as well, and um, uh, everybody Mark podcast. Yeah, I mean yeah. they have a, they have their own Mark Water podcast. You see Kate, Ryan, uh, all the guys over there. We got here's got all the friends. We got all of our boys. Everybody puts us over. Fightful. Those guys are great. Fightful. All, all of fightful. my fightful friends. Yeah, Carissa just did a spot with uh, Sap a couple of days ago. Her preview for sort of. Was Survivor Series predictions? Is that what they did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so what did I say? Ringside. I meant fightful. Maybe. Oh, they were cool. Ringside too. too. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, that's my boy. Everybody else might hate him, but that's my boy. I don't care. Right. People can hate me for, by association if they want. Everybody, everybody love everybody. Everybody. Jackie Moon style. E-L-E, everybody guys. love everybody. E-L-E. All right, guys. Hey, thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll we'll see you guys soon. Wrap.